We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Uh, wake up, wake up, come on. Wake up. This is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones. <laughs> Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. If you've been listening to us over the last month or so, we have brought up the fact that there is major construction happening in this building. Major. There's a couple of people that work on the staff that have blamed illnesses on this construction because there's so much debris and dust in the air <coughs> in our workspace. <coughs> uh, I doubted it before a little bit because I didn't see anything. But apparently, mm. like later in the day, sometimes these uh, plumes of yep. stuff, construction stuff. I feel it. Is up in the air. But today I smell it. I went outside looking mm-hmm. for you. I didn't know where you were. Mm-hmm. So where's Brian? I went out there. It's it's intense. It's not good. It's not a healthy. I, 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 I already contacted my council. Yeah. And so we're ready. Mm. Would you ever be like a lawsuit guy like that? No. I don't think it's I happened could. to me. Yeah, people filing yeah. lawsuits against you? Yeah, twice. Yeah, some idiot got in like a car accident in high school one of the kids that i graduated in my class yeah sued my me and my family for like injuries he didn't have it was thrown out right, thank god right. but he just is walking around school with a neck brace yeah exactly i was I, <laughs> I, the last one you know a couple years ago i had former business partner piece of i remember you, know you had what? to do like a show in chicago or right whatever. yeah and then he owes me money unbelievable which i'll never see i mean if something horrible happened right then sure. Yeah. I mean, if I think, but it's clearly your fault, you're negligent. Yes, but I nah. mean, if there's a. I mean, the people that just file these lawsuits try yeah, to get rich. I mean, people waste coffee on them. Coffee was hot. Duh, it was coffee. <laughs> people finding rats and burgers yeah, and stuff like come that. On. You know, you fry that bad boy up good. You know, be all right. <laughs> oh no, we're not gonna <laughs> go, go down this road again. No. No, so like those pork chops I got yesterday. (laughs) If I get sick, Mm -hmm. I'm on my own CBS broadcast center. Ladanian Tomlinson is going to join us in studio in roughly 20 minutes from now. You don't want to miss that. He is always very thoughtful in his answers. Guy's a Hall of Famer. He's uh, someone that I'm very excited to talk to in about 20 minutes' time. Now that the NFL is back, and last year, early in the season, because of what was, what was happening with the election and the ratings going down for the NFL, you know, people are just starved now for ratings information because the NFL and others who are concerned advertisers, they want to see you know, if this is a trend. Now, the ratings did go back up after the election. It did end up in the Super Bowl was highly rated. Everything was fine. But the NFL, for whatever reason, has been searching for... Other reasons, other than the fact that most of the country was wrapped up in 
in something that we'd never seen before, at least <laughs> in our, me. yeah, I mean, <laughs> the whole the election cycle and, and everything that happened with that was just unprecedented. And there were some eyeballs away from TVs, and they've been searching for the reason. They've changed so much stuff because of that. You know, they well, at first they started to blame it on Kaepernick and the kneeling and how that affected ratings. I, th- I actually believe that that CBS executive Sean McManus believed that his data said that it did have an effect on it when others said that it it didn't, uh, there was, of course... San Francisco the, didn't play all 16 games, did they? <laughs> yeah, you don't need to tell me. I mean, I, I it's surprising to me that that would be a thing um, and a reason why. It's it's clearly not. Uh, and then uh, the, you had the change in the commercials, which I think was a smart thing, uh, but that was a change related to the ratings where everybody used to complain about touchdown commercial kickoff commercial now they've gotten rid of that mm-hmm. and they make commercial breaks a little bit longer within the game i truly believe that roger goodell relenting the celebration rules that he had and becoming a little more loose with that had had more to do with the perception of him amongst fans who watch tv and like wanted it to be an entertaining thing as opposed to really helping out the players association and the players so and they really reacted to these down numbers, yeah. and and now it seems like there's this group of people out there that want to see that trend continue with the NFL. It's almost like you get as many people rooting against the NFL as you do watching the NFL. It's not the case, but it feels that way some ways. And I just, I mean, I get because they're the big dog. You want to see them fall, or maybe Roger Goodell, you can't stand him. You want to see them suffer a little bit. But, I mean, do you really? I mean, I'd be crushed if the NFL was any different or not as popular. I mean, it's my favorite thing. Well, that's what happens in our society, in our world. We love to see, and I say this all the time, I I know uh, it's redundant, but we love to see the ascension and and then even more so the fall. Uh, And and that's not going to happen with football, though. NFL is the number one moneymaker. It is the baby. It is one that's coveted most. That brand, even though it's not as globally a brand as the NBA, it would like to be. That's why you have an increase in games across the pond over there in London. And we didn't get to the story yesterday, but Miami lobbied to have their game in London moved back to, to Miami since they didn't have a, a game at the beginning of the season. And, of course, uh, they got nowhere with that request. So the NFL is is – going to continue to be the number one sport for the foreseeable future. You, you remember all the talk when we, we had the, the, the concussion lawsuits. Oh, you're just trying to bring the NFL down. This is going to hurt the game. No, it's not. You, you still got guys clamoring to go to big-time colleges, and those big-time colleges and some of the, the smaller schools feed the NFL, and they will continue to feed the NFL. The NFL is going to be there. Everyone was salivating. They couldn't wait for the season to begin. There's a reason why you have two Monday night games, because people will tune in to watch them. Even on the East Coast, you have some who don't have to get up at 4 in the morning that will stay up and watch that late ball game. Yeah, there's never going to be, in our lifetime, a dip in this. I know that there's safety concerns, sure, um, but and there might be fewer kids that are playing football, and maybe they gravitate to other sports. I don't think it's going to affect the game that much that people are going to stop watching. I, there's, there's really nothing I can see that the NFL can do where in our lifetime it's not going to be as popular as it yeah. is right now. Um, I'm and, with you. And College every, football is right behind it. Yeah, and, and yeah foot, football as a whole. It's just it's king. It's going to remain king. Uh, the running back position was something that over the last few years was devalued in, in a big way because you saw the passing game. And it was all about quarterbacks and wide receivers and the ball through the air and 
If you had a running back, sure, if he was good, but you can't just run the football in today's NFL. You know, you can't have that power running game anymore because that team with that quarterback, you better be able to match that possession for possession. But now what you're seeing with these running backs with the versatility and catching as many passes as they have, guys like Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson, and you're talking about, you know, 80, 90 receptions a year for these guys. And now all these, these young backs I guess with the exception of Leonard Fournette, he's not a guy who catches that many passes yeah. out of the backfield. Really look at Kareem Hunt, what he did. Kept, caught that touchdown pass. Look at Dalvin Cook, what he did. I mean, these backs are Tariq Cohen. Uh, these, these young backs, yeah. I mean, it is becoming, again, a priority for these offenses. It is cyclical when these things happen. Uh, but now these big, these versatile, quick backs that can catch passes out of the backfield are, are a new trend again in the NFL. You just wonder if they're going to get paid well, like it again. Listen, they haven't gone anywhere, and I think it was maybe I'm 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 laying credit at the wrong feet, but I, Denver was the first to go out and find these running backs in the middle of the pack. You, you go out and get a third, fourth, fifth round back, and and of course Washington had Morris. Uh, when he was leading the league in rushing, there was a guy no one had really heard of coming out of college. And so they, they, there's always a place for them. There will always be a place, and as long as you have the position of running back, but people are just trying to do it more in an economical uh, manner, and they understand the wear and tear that these guys uh, ha- ha- undergo. And, and so they're trying to protect their in- investment, and, 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 and that's why the position has been somewhat devalued from a drafting standpoint, now once you get in the league and you do mighty good work, uh, you, you get rewarded uh, more times than not. Now, do you ultimately get that third contract, uh, you know, a third bite at the apple? Most times you do not. But you're going to get that big, large contract like Le'Veon Bell is trying to get an extended deal right now. And you've seen others who have gotten that second bite of the apple and trying to really set them, themselves up for the long term. Uh, so it's a possession that's making a huge comeback. Look at here lately. We've seen how many running backs go in the first round where usually you didn't see any. And now a number of them are going in the first round. Trent Richardson hurt uh, that position uh, probably more than anyone here here lately because he was a huge bust. And a lot of us, myself included, thought this guy was a three-down back. He would be a bruiser in the NFL, and, and, and he would have a lengthy career. That didn't come to fruition. So, But there's so many talented guys that are coming out uh, nowadays, and I think we'll continue to see this trend where running backs are drafted in the first round. Yeah, and I think that you're going to see them drafted in the first round and then just run into the ground in the first couple of years on their rookie deal before they get a chance to make money. And, and that's why you're seeing more and more of these guys step in right away and get a majority of the workload. I mean, that that didn't happen all the time with rookies, but I think because of the nature, as you mentioned, how these guys can wear down and it's tough and big injuries. You've seen I mean, the two best running backs in football. You, you saw it the last couple of years. I mean, Le'Veon Bell's had his injury issues, and now David Johnson's going to be out for three months. I mean, this is what happens, and these guys can quickly go from the best player on the field, the fastest, most athletic, to someone who's been in the league five years and looks like he's been in there 15. So I think this is what coaches are doing, This is, and it's going to screw that position as far as making money, and this is what Le'Veon Bell thought he was taking a stand for, but he really should have probably taken that deal. We'll see how it ends up playing out, but 
I, this is why. I mean, I bet you this is going to be a trend that's just going to be cycling them out. You know, we're going to draft you. We're going to pay you on that rookie deal. You're going to be great. But you have to be like all world yep. to get that next big deal because we'll just find another one in the third right. round that could do the same right. stuff that's a lot fresher. That's what they do. Exactly. And you've got to make sure you take care of your body and you've got to be lights out in the first few years of that deal. And, and then you, if you get that second bite of the apple, hopefully then you're rewarded uh, justly. So we've got a Hall of Famer joining us in about 15 minutes from now, maybe less, and LaDainian Tomlinson. He's going to sit right next to him and we'll talk running backs with him. Mm-hmm. You can't confuse LaDainian Tomlinson with anybody. Uh, but the Hall of Fame confused <laughs> the Steve Smiths, the Pro Football yep. Hall of Fame. So yep. the, the wrong Steve Smith. Uh, was nominated for the whole of it was supposed to be Steve Smith Sr. Right. But uh, it ended up being, you know, because people thought it was Steve Smith that he just retired. He's not allowed to be for five right. years. Exactly. But this giant Steve Smith, because he was on there, right, and his name is Steve Smith, yeah. wide receiver, he's been out of the league five years. Everybody's right. like, oh, it's that Steve Smith. <laughs> so it's got to be him, right? No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No. It's, no. <laughs> so he was a, a nothing player. Uh, really barely remember him. Uh, and Steve said the man was a nothing player. He was. he was a good player. He was not a good player. He, he was, was a, a good player. He had a big play in the Super Bowl for yeah. the team. Okay. Out of SC. That's a, Steve Smith. A good I mean, he's well, not a member. none. He's not a memorable player, though. We're talking about we're juxtaposing him next well, to Okay, that sounds better than a nothing player. Okay, what's a nothing player? Oh, someone who doesn't play. Okay. He played. Had one sack. See, that's just not nice. See, that's now. See, I mean, when you bring Brian boy, in, that's just you, not. You saying Brian's a nothing whoo, player? Is that what that was? Yeah. Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you what. It's funny the things that you get, like, upset about. Like what? Like me saying Steve Smith's a nothing. I mean, he wasn't a nothing player. Why he's a player. He's a, what do you want player. me to say? Well, Break it down. Memorable. Like that. Memorable. He's obscure. A, like my career. <laughs> obscure. obscure. Yes, he definitely had a better career than you. Let's let's get real. Okay, that's fine. Obscure NFL. You don't want to obscure in front of anything when someone's describing you. Well, right? if it happens, it happens. But that's not something you're looking for. Someone puts no. Obscure. Who said he was looking for it? But, uh, no. Okay, a nondescript. How tough. about that? You're tough to have a conversation. I have to protect my boys, man. Well, how is Steve Smith of the Giants your of boy? The fraternity. Really. A member of the fraternity? Yes. Well, it's so is uh, Adam Pac-Man Jones. You have his back too. As a player, yes. Oh. As a fool, no. <laughs> is he the same guy? Was he? Yeah, a player and a fool. <laughs> okay. Well, what about Vontez Perfect? Yes, as a player, yes. But he's a player. He's a dirty but, player. But as a fool, no. Man, I tell you, one of these guys protecting what? everybody. Yeah. You criticize your fair share of players. I do. If, the, if it's warranted. But I don't call him a nothing player. Yeah, you do. Oh, you you call him worse. You've called them worse. You've called players worse than that. What if I call them? I, I mean, how about the, the way you destroyed Festus Azili for all those years? Oh, well, Festus. <laughs> 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 but I told Festus to his face. You, but you still in. did it. I didn't describe. You said he wasn't using his his body in you the are, right manner. You're impossible. You, not, you you get on guys all the time. What's your point? The point is I that... I don't call them nothing players. But my point is that they, I... They may have not did anything in that particular game. That I shouldn't be uh, subject to your anger in criticizing a player or labeling a player when you do it all the time. Okay. What you do? 
Hey, we'll see you next go, time. Next time you crush a guy, you'll see who's jumping down crush, your throat. This I crushed guy. him for their antics. <laughs> antics. <laughs> Lindanian uh, Tomlinson. You want to have a fracas? Yeah, fracas. Or a fracas, too. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We'll do it in the five minutes they're waiting for Lindanian Tomlinson. We'll come in here and I'll be all bloody. <laughs> he joins us next after an Andrew Bogus update. Keep it right here. This is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. LaDainian Tomlinson on no, his way. He's from Rosebud, Texas. Mikey B downstairs, frantically Stuttering. waiting for him. Stuttering. Wearing his adult diaper. <laughs> he puts when there's an in-studio guest, he puts on an adult diaper because he gets some leakage. Because oh, he, he gets so so nervous. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you should see him downstairs. He's what shaking? Yeah, <laughs> from Coop and Galoon yeah. and Viseglio. <laughs> the first three things that cool ass Ladanian Tomlinson yeah. is going to see on his way in. That's his first right. impression of CBS <laughs> yeah. Sports Radio. I always think about that. I mean, this is our representative. Yeah. You know, this is in the elevator. The way he he talks to people, it's got to be weird. Uh, all right, uh, Bogus has an update for us. What's going on, man? This Guys, not only weird. do the Indians keep winning, they barely ever trail. Swinging a high drive, deep left field. Presley's back on the track at the wall, looking up. It is gone. He's done it again. Francisco Lindor. Tom Hamilton on Indians Radio. Lindor leading off the bottom of the first with the long ball. Corey Kluber then continued his complete game shutout. Just five hits with eight Ks and Cleveland beat Detroit 2-0 to match the 2002 A's for the longest winning streak in AL history. That is 20 games. The Dodgers 11 games. Hey, what was that stat that you tweeted out yesterday, Bogus? A crazy Indian stat. Uh, there was a string of them from Jeff Passan, how they are, they're hitting like 308. Their ERA is 1.68. They've outscored their opponent by like 102 yep. runs. That's right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what it is. It's uh, 309, 388, 563 splits. 38 home runs. And this is before last night. Right. ERA yep. 168. Ks to strikeout to walk uh, 5.15 to 1 with the pitchers. And run differential plus 100. Yeah, they've hit 38 homers, and so now 39, and they've allowed 32 runs in and 20 games. Four shutouts during this streak? Seven. Seven shutouts. Seven shutouts. Two yeah. in a row. And 11 wins, straight wins on the road, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I know baseball road, it's not that big of it, but still. Yeah. Great. And they've trailed after only four innings in 20 games. That's it. It's, it doesn't even make sense. The Maybe. Dodgers' 11-game losing streak ending 5-3 in San Francisco. LA also clinching a playoff spot for the fifth straight season. Carlos Gonzalez, two two-run homers for a 4-2 Colorado win in Arizona. And the Cubs down the Mets, a 3 to maintain their two-game lead on the Cardinals atop the NL Central. St. Louis smacked San Diego. Uh, no, they didn't. Who they beat last night? The Reds, 13-4. The Padres took a 16 nothing loss in Minnesota. Elsewhere in the AL, the Orioles falling farther back in the wildcard chase. Barney the lead at second. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Line to center field, a base hit. Getting the wave home is Barney. Here comes a throw by Adam Jones. It's there on the bounce head first line. He scores! Ball game, Blue Jays. On an RBI single from Richard Urania. Yeah, that's my dog. The O's <laughs> dropping their sixth straight 3 2 in Toronto. They are four and a half games behind the Twins, who again routed those Padres 16 0. Houston snapping a four game slide 1 0 in Anaheim. And the Mariners stumped the Rangers 10 3. Japanese star Shohei Otani reportedly prepared to come to the majors next season. The 22 year old pitches and hits across the Pacific with scouts comparing him to Justin Verlander on the mound and Curtis Granderson at the plate. 
Multiple outlets say the Texans will start rookie QB Deshaun Watson tomorrow night in Cincinnati, but Houston yet to make that official. And Russell Westbrook reportedly signing a 10-year extension with Nike's Jordan brand. It's the most lucrative endorsement deal the company has given out, and it will include Russ's first signature on-court sneaker. Uh, his previous releases have been more fashion-oriented. The people that are the sneakerheads, man, those guys are just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that there was a lot of people that would. You hear all the stories of the Jordans in the 90s, and there's kids dying over shoes. Uh, but the sneakerhead people are just, like, they are as passionate about that stuff. as It's, it's, like, it's like Star Wars people with, with sneakers. My yeah. brother-in-law has an entire closet, like six by six feet, that's just full of sneaker boxes. Mm-hmm. Wow. My kids have sweet sneakers because of that. He just My, my son got his new LeBrons for school. So it, three. Same size. Yeah. Wait, no. My brother-in-law. <laughs> you said your brother-in-law and gives my gives my son buys him cool sneakers well, he because he him. thinks sneakers are say, cool. Yeah, okay. So Thank my you. three-year-old's got LeBrons for preschool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Sorry to stump you there. All right. Yeah. Well, Ladanian Tomlinson is not here yet. Can so you tell your, no, get your he, he is. Mike can't find you him. Get your yeah. brother-in-law my size. Yeah. Thirteen, yeah, sure. please. Mm. There's probably a guy standing right next to Mikey B that is Ladanian Tomlinson. He's probably scared Mike, to talk to him. Mike's going. Yeah, I'm just waiting for somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Who you, you waiting for, dog? You can help. Uh, Duffy, we have to change change of plans. Did you find those songs yet? Because now I got to speed you up. Because now we're gonna we got to wait for Ladainian Tomlinson install. We we're just mm-hmm. talking about how Uptown Funk, a song that we used to play to start our show when the show first started. Mm-hmm. That was our song, Uptown Funk, the Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson deal, is now being sued like the. Robin Thicke song, Blurred Lines, Blurred Lines, Marvin Gaye, and they won for millions and millions of dollars. All right, so Uptown Funk people have heard this many times, just to refresh your memory. Oh, yeah. Yep. You're hearing it now? Yep. See, I don't know the other songs. Yep. All right, so you know this song. Right. All just right, that so little, just that little part right there. Okay, all right, let's let's hear more bounce to the ounce. Zap and Roger. Mm. No, it's just at the beginning of Uptown Funk. That's the only part that's similar to more bounce. They're, they're suing over that small part. I don't hear any yeah, of it. Yeah, go nothing. back to Uptown Funk. The beginning. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Rob. You can earn your money. No, the beginning. Right. Right there. No. I don't hear that. I, I don't hear that. Dun, 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 any other song. I don't hear it, man. You gotta be black. You got, do you? <laughs> it's, man. This is this, didn't they sample this at going back to Cali? Going back to Cali. Yep. When the la la hits, you know that whole spiggy mm-hmm. thing. Well, they paid for it to sample it. Yeah, no, I know. They I sampled know. the whole song. Well, that's what that's what Pete yeah. did. He does sample everything. Mm-hmm. Come with his own stuff. I don't hear it at all. Not even close. This is... I mean, that Marvin Gaye one was so similar. 
Yeah, I, I didn't even know that that's what this song was. So, all right. Well, I think they're going to be okay. I think Mark Ronson's going to be okay. We will see. Frivolous lawsuit. That's what's going to happen. Come on, man. So, what's going on in the news? Uh, the door opened, not Mike or LaDainian Tomlinson. Okay. Wow. This is, this is not going to work Wait, out. wait, wait. Oh, that's Billy. <laughs> Billy jo- <laughs> Jockey Loan. Yeah. Tiny little Billy. Surprised I could see him over the console. <laughs> is he getting smaller? <laughs> I don't know, but Brian put him in a headlock this morning. And oh, if there's one yeah. person you shouldn't touch because you could right. break him instantly. It's Billy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought took, his head was just going to pop right off. took over. it like a man. Like the sex robot picture. Oh, you saw that story? <laughs> and the thumbnail picture is a guy holding the sex robot head off the sex robot body. <laughs> Apparently sex robots can be uh, made and then programmed to kill you. Was Soon. that the story? Yeah. They're well, going to be hackable. A, you know what? Anybody who orders a sex robot should be killed. No? Thank you. I mean, what? what Free? You, Come but, on, Ted Cruz. Yeah. It's going to be Datelines now with sex robots. That's going to be wow. amazing. Yeah. We caught you. Sex robots? Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. No way. They can be hacked and then sent to kill people. So people are having sex with robots? <laughs> <laughs> That is, there's a lot of follow-ups, yeah. Yeah, and the, the, you know what's crazy is these robots are having sex with also umpires, which is strike! <laughs> All right, Duffy, tell tell me what, you can go on the air here. This is, you, yeah, Duffy, you, don't, you, don't you have can to tell. Be a so, so Mike called you in there, Duffy? Mike just called. He said uh, he's waiting downstairs. It's going to be a few minutes, he well, said. Well, we should, well, how does he know we, it's going to be a few minutes? Here's the thing. We should break because we still have a break. Yeah. So well, be- he said, "Don't break until thirty-five or until he calls me back." That's what he said. How's he know it's just going to be a few minutes? He doesn't know. I don't know. Exactly. How did he sound, Duffy? He sounded a little stressed, a little sweaty. Yeah. A- <laughs> and he sounds sweaty, Duffy. I can just sense it. You yeah. sound funky, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Is that sweat dripping onto the receiver? Oh. Do you want me to go down there and yeah, do play by play? Yeah, and this? film him. Okay. Pacing back and forth. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's just, these are the worst moments of his life right now. <laughs> this is as bad as it gets for him. Waiting on the guests, knowing we're stalling, we're crushing him. Because... I could probably do like a Facebook Live thing, like shoot, shoot the lobby, right? Yeah, you could do that, yeah. So go to, you're going to do it on your own thing? You're no, gonna do I it... think I have Geo and Jones page access. All right, so we have a Facebook page, Geo and Jones. Bogus is going to fire up the Facebook Live on that <clears throat> right now, and wherever he finds it, and wherever he gets it. And you can follow Bogus's trek down to the lobby to see Mikey B chewing his fingers off waiting for LaDainian Tomlinson downstairs. Is it intimidating being around all these famous people that played football and uh, make a lot of money? <laughs> wow. You know what? I think he's supposed to go. That's a nothing player. Yeah, it is. There's no doubt. No argument here. Uh, I think he's supposed to go next door to do an interview at like 845. So, and that's probably one that they're going to, he's going to show up and go right to that is what's going to happen. Yep. So, you know what that means. And no Gio and Jones for Danny and Tomlinson. SOL. Yeah. Yep. Which I, we're not allowed to say. If you don't know what SOL means, go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> you'll, figure, you'll figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, hmm. We'll get Steve Smith on the line. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the nothing player or the Hall of Famer? What's yeah. your name, sir? Oh, uh, God. By the way, there's still more theories on what Adrian Peterson said. Like first he, ah, <laughs> leave it alone. Well, first it's he, not a slow 
a media week or news week, is it? The game has started. Football's here. Well, it said he tweeted out after the game. So let's be clear. I said we need to run the ball up there, donkey. Nothing yeah. more. I'm passionate, but respect my coach at the same time. And then, uh, and Peyton said there was there was nothing there. So, uh, and uh, Peterson said uh, one thing I said to him was, "Hey, let's run this inside zone." And we came out and we ran that. And at one point, he yelled back at me, "I love you." So. <laughs> I love you too. Love you too. You know, we also, Blue. we also love LaDainian Tomlinson, so we hope that he's going to join us next. <clears throat> if my, Mikey B is probably going to shoot a tranquilizer dart to his neck and drag him <laughs> up here if he has to. We're coming right back. Follow the guys on Twitter at Geo and Jones. You got to ask LaDainian about Melvin Gordon. I really like that guy. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be a star for a long time. We will ask LaDainian about him. It's O'Rourke's member appreciation month at O'Reilly Auto Parts for a limited time. You'll find double point offers on appearance items, oil specials, and more. If you're not a member yet, sign up today. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. LaDainian Tomlinson is here in studio. Good morning, sir. Morning. And he is here, a Hall of Famer, of course, with one of the uh, the great Hall of Fame speeches I've seen uh, ever. Uh, this this past uh, everybody. induction ceremony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, was, that was really cool. But he's, <laughs> he's here on behalf of the FedEx Air and Ground NFL program this season, which will provide support to the USO. Fans vote each week on the best quarterback and running back performances via Twitter using hashtag Air and Ground and at NFL.com slash FedEx. FedEx will make a $2,000 donation to the USO in both the winning quarterback and running back's name each week of the regular season totaling a $4,000 donation each week. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty good. All right, so that uh, that speech just went everywhere, yeah. and it really resonated with with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know it was as good as it was when you were standing up there delivering it? Not really. Um, I mean, I, I knew that, um, that it was going to really have an impact on some people, and what led to, to me um, um, – given that last part of the speech about my great-great-great-grandfather, was my football life had, had came out um, through NFL Network probably a couple of years before that. And I had great responses. People come, coming up to me in the airport, you know, around town, say, hey, man, your football life was pretty good. I, I really enjoyed that. And it kind of gave them an idea of my family history. Well, I kind of wanted to take it a step further and, you know, and ch- kind of challenge America uh, to, to unite and come together, um, and so that was my way of doing it. And um, you know, it, it's been it's it's gotten great response from it. How long did you work on the Hall of Fame speech? Wow, uh, about about six months. Wow, yeah, about six months I worked on it. So I actually I gotta admit I actually started working on it before I, I was announced that I was going in. There you go. You know I just kind of started to put the groundwork together, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you you know that when you have this platform, you can use it in in many ways and in positive ways. And something Brian and I talk about all the time is we hate when we hear the criticism of players of. Just play the game. What are you doing? Nobody mm-hmm. wants this. Just you're using your platform for the wrong thing. And it's just it's just such a terrible criticism. Uh, what do you feel and think when you hear people say to athletes, you know, just play sports? I don't want to hear what you. Have well, to it's say. unfair because we are community people, uh, community leaders. Um, you know, we're heavily involved in in, in our our cities, our towns, um, and, and we raise kids too. You know, we got to have those talks at home with our kids just like everyone else does. 
And we, we get those questions when things happen on TV from our kids, just like everyone else does. And so if I was just to put myself in a box and just be a football player, I wouldn't be able to raise my kids the proper way to be able to to be um, to, to be a great citizen in this country. I wouldn't be able to do that if I wasn't well-balanced and well-rounded. You and I have a couple connections, both from Texas, yeah. and I went to a better university. Oh, uh, whatever. University. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I did have a brother that went to TCU, but he sucked. Uh, uh, but we also have a, a teammate in common, and it's a guy you've been clamoring for to uh, get into the Hall of Fame, and that's Lorenzo Neal. Yeah. Lolo played with me in New Orleans, one of the toughest cats, no matter what position I've ever played with. Why should he be in the, in the NFL Hall of Fame? Well, Lorenzo is a, a unique guy. We, we know that. But you think about what this guy has done. The model of consistency at that position. Blocked for 7,000-yard rushers. Um, a guy that, you know, was available. And you know, like I know, that's the most important thing in football is just to be available. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you look at the success of his running backs – you know, who was the guy that, that did most of the work for those running backs? It was yeah. Lorenzo Neal. But just the impact that he had on the, the people that he, he blocked, that he had to block, the linebackers throughout the years, mm-hmm. the generation of linebackers that he blo- had to block uh, throughout the years. And I, I'll say one thing about one story. I remember we playing the Baltimore Ravens, and, and Ray Lewis is on the other side. And, and you know, with Marty Schottenheimer – you know, like I know, you're going to run the football. Yeah. You're going to run power. You're going to run ISO. Well, Lorenzo and Ray Lewis went at it. And it got to a point where it got very heated. <laughs> and this was the only time I ever seen Ray Lewis hit the dirt against against Lorenzo Neal. Wow. I mean, one play going right <laughs> at him. And, and – Lorenzo had him. I That's mean, great. Ray, Ray, Ray had to get out the way. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Ray. I love you, baby. But but that's the truth. And so and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame come next year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got out of the way many a times in practice. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Gio and Jones with Ladanian Tomlinson, Hall of Famer here on behalf of the FedEx Aaron Ground program, hashtag Aaron Ground and NFL.com slash FedEx. You see a lot of great Hall of Fame running backs end up with another organization at the end of their careers like you did, Franco Harris with the Seahawks. We're seeing it now with Adrian Peterson, uh, Emmett Smith with the Cardinals. What was that experience like for you, knowing that you had a little bit left in the tank, but you're leaving everything you knew to go somewhere else for me I, I think it was it was time you know um I, I was ready for a change um and you know when I was with the Chargers at that time in San Diego the the you know the way we played football what I was used to the way of playing football was no longer uh present we we weren't playing football the way I like to play mm. and so it, it was time for a change you know the team was changing and so for me, it was great. I was able to come to a totally different region, you know, mm-hmm. came to the East Coast at, where they played the brand of football I was used to and I was mm-hmm. comfortable with. And so I embraced it. I enjoyed it. I was I was ready for that change. And I really had a, a, a great two years um, here in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't lying. It's different out here. Man. <laughs> it's, it's different. It's crazy. <laughs> 
No one's you that are crazy. No, no, no. Y'all are making me crazy, yeah. You just haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah, we figured it out. Who were some of the running backs you enjoyed watching growing up or, or maybe patterning your style after? Yeah, so, you know, I remember Walter Payton, the late Walter Payton, was when I was six years old, he was the guy that I first started watching. And he was the guy I wanted to be like. I want, you know, I watched him with my dad and – and really watched everything about this man and used to watch film on him a lot um, once I got a little bit older. And so I, I, I wanted to be more like him, you know, the way he ran the ball, the way he caught the ball, the way he even threw the ball, but more importantly, the way he carried himself off the field. Um, that was important to me. And then as Walter uh, retired, being in Texas, you know, you're going to be a Cowboy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Emmitt Smith was my guy, you know, Emmitt – um, was 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 the guy I looked up to mostly, um, and got a chance to meet him when I was 12 years old at the Jay Novacek football camp, and that's what really changed my life. Having the opportunity to meet Emmett Smith, and you know what it was? It was the fact of sizing Emmett up and saying, you know what, this guy's really not that big. Hmm. You know, I, like I, I can do this. Like he's five nine, yeah. you know, 205 pounds. Like man, that's like I can I can do it one day. So those two guys were were. The, the guys that I looked up to the most. In your prime, there was nobody better when you were playing. And I can't imagine what it's like being a person that, that does radio and not very athletic. When you <laughs> break off an 80-yard run like you did so many times, and then you're just there and you're kicking ass week after week. In your words, in your experience, in, in, when you were that good in your prime, what did that feel like? Um, that's a good question, you know, because, I, I mean, a lot of times you just did it, man. Hmm. I mean, you, you can't even explain. When you run the football, it's all reaction. You know, it's instincts that, you know, feel you have. You don't go out there and think about, oh, I'm going to make this move if a guy come up to me. It's just all reaction and instincts. It's like a great fighter. If a guy throws a punch at you, you just automatically slip it, and then another punch is coming. Hmm. You know, it's uh, the same thing as a runner. Sometimes, the, depending on the leverage of a guy coming at me, the spin move came out. Or that stiff arm, you know, to hit somebody in, in the face mask. Yeah. It just it came out. And it was, it was just, uh, you know, it's funny because I was always a guy that really lived in the present. I never looked behind me. Like, mm-hmm. I never thought about what I did when I played. Like, oh, I had a great year last year. I, last week I had – I never thought about that because it was always the next game hmm. and what can I do now? Do you look back ha- now? And having a chance, it? right? Mm-hmm. Having a chance now to look back and look at some film, man, I was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be like, damn, what is that? <laughs> that was me. You were, man. I tell you, you were something else. Well, uh, during your football life, the episode I saw, uh, they looked back and they looked back at your history and you went back and you brought the property that your ancestors way back when they were slaves, uh, they, they worked that property. What emotions bubbled up when you went back and one, you purchased the property where they worked and weren't compensated and two, you lived in that little shack, and now you live in whatever you want to yeah, live in. Yeah. Like, you have to pinch yourself sometimes. Like, I, damn. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, because as a kid, um, I remember, man, just running around on that property and, and on its little dirt road and a little store up the street. I would go get penny candy. You guys remember mm-hmm. penny? Yeah, probably, I penny, do. penny candy. The moon cookies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so running up and down getting penny candy and, and all those kinds of things and not realizing the history of that place. But then when you get older, 
and you go back and, and, and you find out the history of, of that place, there are so many different emotions run through your, your body. But more importantly, I think you think about what it took for your family to get to that point. Yep. You know, and then I took it, you know, for myself as why me? Like, wh- why me be the guy? Why, why am I the guy, the Tomlinson, to make it this far, to go into the Hall of Fame, to bring my family name as far as it's ever been brought? You know, and I'm so grateful for that, um, that I, I had that opportunity. But it's it's always there, you know, like of where I, I come from, you know. And so I think that's what continues to push me. That's what continues to get me up in the morning and think about the next challenge of my life um, is where I come from. That's some heavy stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and stuff that you that – to realize these things and how important that is. I mean, do you, is there pressure in, in carrying that, that type of – responsibility too and saying like you know i did make it this far and i got i got to keep doing stuff yeah there there is a bit of a pressure to it because mm-hmm. you know um you do have to you have to continue to do it uh for the next generation you know i have two kids now i have a son and a daughter you know their last name is tomlinson obviously mm-hmm. and so continue to set the right example for them because they need the they need to carry the torch one day. Dad gonna be old, you know, <laughs> and can't do it no more. Sitting yeah. down in a rocking chair and say, "You you carry it now." Yeah, bring Daddy some Kool Aid, <laughs> exactly, right. some chocolate candy, chip man. cookies. <laughs> For sure. Now, I always ask the guys who are in the Hall of Fame, "How has it changed your life?" Uh, of course, more opportunities from a sponsorship standpoint, but uh, more people coming up to you now and and and. You already had the fame and notoriety, but what's the biggest difference in your mind? I think just the platform of the gold jacket and the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame and what it means to to have that and be a part of that prestigious uh, fraternity. I, I think that's more than anything. And and the thing is, is having that, that title of Hall of Famer now. Mm-hmm. You know, every time your name is mentioned, well, it's Hall of Famer LaDainian Thomason. That's what's, what's changed. And, and just the respect that, so many people have for your career you know it's uh as you mentioned i think that's that's um you know one of the things that obviously changes is is endorsements and all those kinds of things and that's great mm-hmm. but i think the the fact that more people recognize kind of your career and and what what you mean to so many people that's that's great FedEx Air and Ground NFL program will support the USO a lot of money going from FedEx to the USO Go to hashtag Aaron Ground and at NFL.com, you go to NFL.com slash FedEx. Well, this was a pleasure having you in here, and uh, you're always someone I'm going to pay attention to, even after your playing career on the NFL Network, being involved uh, with the Chargers. And uh, you have 10 seconds here. Melvin Gordon, is he going to be as good this year as he was last year? I think so. He's going to get the ball in many ways. Obviously, uh, he's going to catch the ball a lot more this year. There's the answer. I asked the pro's question. Is. We asked a real pro this time. <laughs> Hall of Famer, Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, really? Yeah. Go, oh, really? Go to Pro Football Reference. There's not much Don't there for you, like Gio and Jones talking tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 